Greetings, everybody. Welcome back in to the second ever episode of The Cuomo Show. We are so glad. However, you may be joining us on whatever podcast platform you are joining us. We are so happy that you're here and we're thankful. There's a lot of things that could come into your ears and we're thankful that it is the dulcet tones of myself and our guest who I'll get to in just one moment. Today, we are talking about fandom. How does fandom start? There's actually stages to fandom. And we're going to flesh those out. And then at the end, we're going to do a draft of the worst fan bases in sports. And they will undoubtedly be, we're going to do three each and they will be the top six. With me, I have the wonderful and talented Adam Groff. Adam, how are you? I'm great. Yeah. Have you had a good day? I've, I've had a, I've had a pretty good day. It's good. What do you do, Adam? I, people. I deliver America's mail. Wow. I'm a letter carrier. Local hero. Yeah, local hero. A lot of people say that you're a hero. I'm, esse- me. I'm essential. You okay? Oh, see, I'm I, essential. I feel like a lot of people through the pandemic learned, like, what's what jobs are the ones that I want <laughs> because I don't want my job to be suddenly deemed inessential. Yeah. I so my job was I guess essential, but I'm you know I'm glad to, to have worked and I'm glad that you know we're through that whole thing or through most of it, but. <laughs> Adam, I have a question just to get us started off tonight. What makes you fangirl hard? Like, what what's the one thing that, like, when it happens or when you see it or when you hear it, it just makes you fangirl? Uh, do, do you want me to name a specific person? Could be a person. It could be a person. Could be, okay. I mean, sometimes it's a, uh, a group of people, like a I'm talking like a, like a boy band type thing. Or like, like, a, in, like a team? Or it could be a team. Could be a team. Could be a team. Some people would, would really like to fangirl hard. <laughs> On teams. Something that makes me really fangirl, or somebody, I should say, Ooh. is Luka Doncic. <sighs> that man. Mm. He he does not have the body of somebody that looks like he can do the things that he can do. But he does but do he does the them. things that he looks like he's doing. And it blows me away, and I love watching it. And isn't he so pretty? He's just <laughs> he's just pretty. His hair. He's so, so I know his hair. It just he's got that thing with his hair where it looks like he doesn't care. Yeah. But it's just all, everything's perfectly put together while he's playing basketball. It like, blows my mind. It's such a cool guy move. It's big time. I think I, I um, there's so many athletes. I couldn't, I don't know if I could narrow it down to one. Sam Darnold is definitely one mm. that I fangirl for. I remember I was at, um, I was at the game where Sam is against the Browns. And it was Baker Mayfield's very first game. Mm. when he comes in and he eventually led them to a win and it's a whole long story yes i was present for the first brown w- browns win in over two calendar years um not my proudest moment it's rough. but before the game sam's out there warming up doing whatever and then he starts walking back in and i i had i was so awestruck by him walking that i just stared and i like literally said to myself i, I can't believe that's him <laughs> I, like boy, he's oh just boy. a dude but i couldn't believe it was him. So I've been a fan of the Jets for a really, really long time. Do you have a fandom that like goes back super duper far? What's uh, your like oldest fandom? My, I mean, my oldest one is definitely Maryland, but I mean. All all Maryland? Or? No, just just their college basketball team. Oh, God. I mean, okay. I'm sort of starting getting into their football team. You know, they got a new coach. He seems to be putting together a good culture there, but I'm not I'm not there yet. Yeah. Still working yeah. through that. See, one. I like Syracuse basketball for college basketball, but mm-hmm. I don't really care about their football team all that much. It's kind of interesting how that works. Yeah. Like, there's some, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would be like, this is my alma mater, or this is where I grew up, or wherever, and mm-hmm. I like this team because of that. So how did that start? How did that whole deal start with you in Maryland? Well, it, it 
sort of started out with my brother because he's a uh, he's a big Duke fan, and mm. back then they were in the same conference. They were both in the ACC. Maryland stepped out of that and are now in the Big Ten. But back around like the ninety nine two thousand season, mm-hmm. I think I was watching a game with my brother, and it happened to be Maryland versus Duke, and I had watched my brother watch Duke win over and over and over and over again. So. Yes. I think, if I remember correctly, I think Maryland won the game. Oh, nice! And the what it did to my brother is sort of what made me interested in them. <laughs> and then, like over the course of the next couple years, uh, you know, it just kind of grew. I paid more attention, especially the 2001 season. Got they it. played four times that season, twice in the regular season. Oh, played against each other. Conference tournament. I thought you were saying and Maryland then, played four games that season. They played like, only four games that season. <laughs> they were the best what, like four a, games. An old COVID I didn't know about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good podcasting moment. I think for this podcast, we're always going to count the dead space like as a good podcasting moment. We'll remind you guys at the yeah. end how much we crushed it this you, time. You got to play the pauses. Right, exactly. Or, you know, some of some of, some apps... Are like they have that trim space feature oh, where yeah. they'll just like take out the little bits, mm-hmm. but it, it makes the conversation sound very abnormal. Mm. It makes like no one like lines up all their words right in a row. Yeah. Just kind of like, like those YouTube videos where they cut their sentences so close together it sounds like they're not taking a breath. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't man. like just, that either. Just talk like a normal person. Mm-hmm. So is this JJ Reddick years? And and do you hate him with your whole soul? I hate him with everybody's soul. Oh, wow. I do not like that you, guy. Uh, you know what? You cannot have my soul. <laughs> you cannot have my soul, especially yeah. to hate J.J. Reddick. That's one of the things that comes with being a fan is there's usually the opposite effect for teams or players that you play against. Yeah. You hate them. You hate them. With a passion. Yeah. The same passion that you like your team with. Right. And I think especially with um, basketball because they're so visual mm. and one player can have such a, a wild effect on the game. And J.J. Yeah. Reddick really had it. A he, big was, time effect. he was such a good player, and I hate it. I <laughs> he hate always it. made the big shot. He would score like forty points a game, just dropping threes from everywhere on the court. He was the he was like the Steph Curry, he at really least was. of that time in college. And I'm looking up his stats right now. He was a lifetime forty percent three point shooter in college. <laughs> That's he got, ridiculous. He got better every. every actually, sorry, he was thirty nine percent or thirty nine point nine percent in his first year. He went down a couple percentage points and went back up over 40% and then shot 42% in his senior year. Boy, oh he boy. Just, he just got better and better. But anyways, yeah, continue. You hate Duke and you hate J.J. Redick, who's objectively the, one of the nicest men in the history of the world. I've heard. Whatever. <laughs> he has <laughs> he a good pod- podcast, apparently. Yeah. Maybe we'll have him on sometime. <laughs> That'd be Maybe great. Maybe you can, you can tell him you hate him right to his face. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. He's probably taller than me. He's a basketball player. That's true, but, I mean, height doesn't have that much to do with yeah. it. If we're both sitting down, I'm going to yeah. lay into him. Right, because he's probably, I mean, it's, probably all that height is in his legs anyways. So <laughs> yeah. from torso size, you guys are probably equal. He's never seen my calves. Oh, yeah. My mailman You guys calves. don't even know about the calves for a, a mailman. They're serious. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, so let's get back to, back to this here. So your fandom, you think, started in, you know, 99, 2000 year, correct? Yeah. I, th- I have a theory... And you're kind of breaking into the theory a little bit, but I have a theory that fandoms, fandom really starts from two, two spots. It starts from your family, your friends, you know, the people that are around you, and it starts from your area. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that your fandom kind of counteracts that. It might play into it. Like, 
Yeah. You were just the, had the little brother mentality and you were like, <laughs> I'm just going to hate what you love. Yeah. Older brother. Sick of you being happy about them winning. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I can't pinpoint for me. I'm probably, um, you know, my two biggest affiliations are the Mets and the Jets. And I don't know if I can pinpoint like one moment when mm-hmm. I was like, I am now a Jets fan. It was just kind of like my dad is a huge Mets fan. My dad's a huge Jets fan. Just kind of like happened. And my Jets fandom has, has really picked up over the past couple years. And I happened to accidentally infiltrate you Ooh, yeah. as a fan. So you had well, – describe your life before the Jets. You didn't, you didn't really follow football that much. No, I didn't. I actually hate – hated football really for quite a while i didn't know that my my thinking on that was that i hated it because i didn't want to spend my sundays and saturdays watching football mm. like i would have preferred to like watch movies well, or I sure do. go outside and hang out well, i know you do <laughs> and and i i don't know just something about my dad just spending all day watching football it's not like he ignored me or anything like that we still did stuff it was just right like right after church, oh, let's get the football game on. It's like, that's not what I want to watch. Come on. What would you want to watch? Like back then, it's like. You know, you put on TB or TBS or TNT USA, one What's of those on networks. Like TV movies. show action? Movies? Mo- they usually played movies on Sundays. Got it. Or Law and Order. Oh, my God. Which is on every channel all the time. <laughs> it's so true. That that channel, <laughs> I feel like you flip through and it's like 1145 at night. And yeah. you're like, or it's either 1145 at night is like the sweet spot for Law and Order. Or it's like. 9 30 in the morning on a weekday when no one is like around anywhere and no one's really watching daytime tv yeah. except you know night shift people those <laughs> night but, shift folks so but, yeah i can't you can yeah go, go ahead keep going with what you're saying yeah so so then when i when i ended up moving four hours away to up here in new york i started I, I no longer had those sundays where we were watching football mm-hmm. and i kind of missed them i was like mm. oh maybe there was something too watching football on Sundays. Maybe there's something, you know, beautiful about that. You know, spending the Sunday watching it with your dad. And pretty much any time I'd go visit, I'd be like, hey, let's, you know, let's watch some football. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, you know, I've started to get into it. You're big into it. We become good friends. And Mm -hmm. because of that, you know, I want to hang out on Sundays. Right. It's fun. I don't think I'm going to get you to hang out on Sundays not watching football. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I will, I will sever our friendship. (laughs) If you make it dependent on football. Yeah. Like, John, it's football or me. I will say football. Sorry. Sorry, See you later, Adam. Football's been here longer. (laughs) Yeah, football has been... Well, I don't think it's been kinder to me. You've been very kind to me. The the Jets and football have really not been kind to me, (laughs) especially over the past 10 years. But I really think football is like a relationship. Like, fandom in general. Not football, sorry. Fandom in general is like a romantic relationship mm. in that there are stages. There's like literal stages that you'll go through um, while, while you're doing this whole deal. And I think the first stage is kind of the flirting stage mm-hmm. when you're just kind of, you're kind of feeling out you're, you're interested and you're texting <laughs> and like, you know, occasionally it'll be like, wow, it's, you know, it's 1am we're still, we're still talking. This is, this mm. is kind of fun. Um, but you're like, if someone asked you like, Hey, you with anybody? I'm like, nah, no, I'm not with, you know, I could just, you just kind of kick in the tires. It's like a used vehicle, but you know, I could buy it. I could not. I'm just kind of looking. Don't talk to me, salesman. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just looking. Um, If, if it's awesome, like you're getting to know them and it's working out real nice, you'll 
grow more and more interested. Have you ever, do you remember the situation where you were in like a flirting stage with a team where you're like, oh, hey, what's what's going on, honey? <laughs> I uh, The only one I remember is the Jets. And, and I've only been a f- fan for two years. The, you know, the worst, the, the worst, the worst apparently the worst two years in Jets history. Maybe not history, but the last year was the second worst year. But this is not a Jets podcast. We will not let them yeah. dominate. Yes. <laughs> Neither will the NFL, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the beginning, I, I, I told you from the beginning, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this year a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what happens. We'll watch some games together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over the first couple games, it was flirting, I would say. That was, that, that was probably when that Got was it. happening. Yeah. I think I flirted with the Warriors uh, most recently. Um, and it was really because of Steph Curry going there and I wa- watching him at Davidson was like watching like an, a, a 15 year old dominate and just hit threes from all over the place. So it was like, it was like, you know how, like, like it really is like you see someone like across the room and you're like, yeah, they're pretty cute. Yeah. Like I kind of, I kind of like them. You're winking like at the them. the flirting stage or the, or the bandwagon stage. I mean, everyone eventually hops on a bandwagon mm-hmm. one way or another. That's I didn't. Become, that's become a fan. Yeah. Well, no, it is Jets. a bandwagon. It just isn't very full. <laughs> the so Jets. Completely empty um, bandwagon. <laughs> it's not totally empty. Uh, they're saying It's going to be really fun. You know what? When the Jets are good, I'm going yes. to get hopeful. When the Jets are good, it's going to be so fun because so many people are going to mm-hmm. jump on the bandwagon and be like, this team is fun. It mm-hmm. happened in 2009, 2010 when they all of a sudden popped off and got real good. But yes, and then you move on to stage two, which yep. is dating. Mm-hmm. So yep. you're like, you, you go Facebook official. That's This is when, you know... You, you want your family to meet them. You, you'll wear the gear proudly. You might mm-hmm. borrow, um, you might borrow the hoodie. You might, uh, you know, pop on a Jersey, mm-hmm. wear a hat. Um, this is the stage where, you know, if you, if you back out, there's no drama, there's no nothing. Like you can just, you can just freely just walk away and you're like, ha, ah, nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong at all. Have you ever been in the dating stage or are you currently in the dating stage? I was in the dating stage. Wow. So we with- moved. With the Jets. With the Jets. So you was. moved pretty quick. I know. It's a, it's a fast move. I'm older now. Okay, got so it. So, like, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. Things I want it quick. to happen. Got so it. So it is moving quick. But I would say, it, it, it's a little weird to say it, but there's two teams that I'm a fan of that I consider to still be dating. Okay. Okay. The Braves is one of them. Okay, so you're dating the Braves. Yeah. Um, I would say we're on a break right now because I don't watch a lot of baseball. It's complicated. <laughs> but if I were to watch baseball, I'd be caring about the Braves. Baseball's hard to watch, though. And yeah, <laughs> and the other team is the Mavs. But I'd say we're going steady. Okay, like, got it. So that's I, like the next step after. Yes. Dating. Okay, so it's a little well, bit more uh, than well, dating. It's it's dating How, still, but it's moving somewhere. Now you said you your fangirl was Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. the guard forward mm-hmm. of the Dallas Mavericks. Yippers. Has, does your fandom predate him or was it predate? I'm not using that as a pun. I'm just saying, <laughs> were you a fan before Luca or is it I like, w- yes, you I've, were. Okay. I've been a fan. I think I want to say it was back around 2003 or oh, at wow. least so that's, that's when my interest started. Um, and, and it didn't come, I, I would say it didn't come a traditional way. Okay. It came from playing video games, playing you know, NBA live. Oh, three. Who was on that team? I have it right here. Oh, please I'm ready. tell me. Please tell me. Okay. Steve Nash, obviously. Starting at guard. Dirk Nowitzki. My goodness. He, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, then we move on to the guy I played with the most in the video game, Michael Finley. 
Michael Finley. Do you remember him? I'm not very familiar with him. I only remember him because I played with his character a lot. Was and he like a three-point shooter? He was a shooting guard. He yeah. could shoot the three, but I used him a lot to drive to the hole. Oh, man. Um, Love it. I'm trying to think who else would have started. Uh, Anton Jameson? Uh, Antoine, yeah. Very, he's quite yes. famous. That was, this was his fifth year. Josh Howard, rookie season? I don't know him at all. Tony that, Delk, who I think was the backup. A, that's a that's a solid shooting guard. Solid name. Travis Best. This you're on, making these up. No, I'm looking at the. <laughs> I, can't I looked at it. Sean Bradley. I know that name. Yep. Uh, Antoine Walker. I, I don't know if I know you know him. Name. And then there's my favorite guy. Well, not really my favorite guy on the team. Just okay. his name is great. Eduardo Nahara. Nahara. Na, 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 Nahara. Nahara. N a j e r a. If you were curious Nahara. how you pronounce um, that name, you Adam spelled it out for you. You <laughs> no longer have to wonder. And I pronounced it the way they pronounced it in the video game. But yeah, because oh, they say the name. I would always play with the Mavericks, mm. and one of my friends would always play with the Kings, and he'd use um, Chris Weber a lot. Ooh, so yeah. we'd just go back and forth. Michael Finley, Chris Weber, Michael Finley. Tales all this time. Michael Fen- Finley and Chris Weber, pretty much the titans of two- the early yeah. 2000s basketball. Because <laughs> when you're playing with the team in a video game, you just use one player. That's what we did. Got it. I did not realize that you were a Dallas Mavericks fan. It is interesting. I think that happens more than you'd think. Like mm-hmm. people play with a certain thing, or I think sometimes with with um, some people, it's like those colors are kind of cool. I mm-hmm. like those colors. Like my favorite color was green. I don't know if that had to do with me becoming a Jazz fan. My favorite <laughs> color was green. That's kind of how I picked the team. So that's interesting. Yeah. So you are going steady. Going steady. With the Mavs. I and think I- with, with Doncic on the team and me trying to pay a little bit more attention to NBA, we might get, in, you know, we might move forward. Might move forward here. Well, you know, Doncic has to like you too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it can't be a one-way street. So right now I'm going to look up what um, Luka Doncic is averaging as far as points. And if you can tell me within three points, I will give my blessing Okay. Um, on you um, going to move forward with Luca. Let me look up the stats. Let's see what he's got going on here. This will be okay. tough, I think. I think. I think I have it. I think I have it. Okay. All right. Points per game. I'll, points give, per you know game. I'll give you a shot. Points per game, and I'll give you a shot at assists per game as well. Assist. If you can say okay. points between three or assist in one, Ooh, in one, in one, okay, because that's a I mean that's a little number. easier. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. Give us give us a guess for points. All right, so for points, I'm going to go with twenty three, and then with assists, I'm going to go with eight. Points per game is twenty seven point four. Oh, he's better than I thought. Yeah, I mean. I thought I was, I was playing it too safe. I'm looking at his face right now. His hair is just so beautiful. It's looking it's like, good. It's like they poured it into a mold, oh, man. man. It's like they, like Google perfect hair. It's just going to be his mm. face right there, or the the top of his head. Sorry. Yes. Is assist per game, eight point three. Ooh boy! Well I was done. within point three. You, you officially have my permission and my blessing to move to stage three, <laughs> which is engagement. Ooh, things yeah. are getting pretty serious. You you could see a life together. You're like, you know what? I could see this happening. Mm-hmm. I could see us, you know, just going and navigating this for better or for worse. I could see this happening. Backing out now is still possible. Once you get engaged, yep. it's still possible. But there's something about that that's always going to be in your head, always going to mm-hmm. be in your heart, that even if you cut it off, 
you can never really get them out of your head and out of your heart. So mm-hmm. choose your steps wisely. I would think that I am uh, engaged to the Mets. Okay. Um, my fandom has kind of gotten in and out because they really have stunk it up since they made the World Series a long time ago. But now they have a new owner. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. Are you in engagement with anything? Or you just are almost in engagement with Luca and less specific or <laughs> less specifically maybe uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. I I'm engaged with the Jets. Okay, got it. So it has been moving forward. Uh, beautiful. I I, w- <laughs> I almost want to say that in one game it went from flirting to dating to engaged. And that game was that was the Cowboys game Oof. from not this past season but the season before. It was one of Was that Darnold's first game back from Mono? It was, yes. It was his first game back from Mono. And Jamal Adams on the last play broke through the line. I think they were on the three or the four yard line. Yeah, I was going for two. They had scored. Jamal Adams broke through the line, got to the QB. He called an audible to do that. I mean, I hate him now, but he called an audible to do that. He communicated with um, Marcus May. He's like, take take my spot because I'm blitzing. Mm -hmm. And he blitzed right through and just, it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. Just incredible. And the Sam throw out to Robbie Anderson. I remember oh, the yeah, moment. That was because, that game, yeah. Yeah, you were oh, here, man. and you were at my house, and your son is sleeping in the back room. Mm-hmm. And your son at the time was, I don't know, maybe six months old, seven, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And um, I am jumping up and down and trying not to scream at the top of my lungs because I'm so excited. Um, I really can't think about that right now because the Jets might be moving on from Sam Darnold and my heart just breaks every time mm. I, I even think about it. Yeah. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. <laughs> and I think this decently goes to the next stage, which is married. Mm-hmm. Once you get to this stage, any sort of recourse is ugly. As bad as it gets, for better or for worse, you're married now and you got to make this mm-hmm. work. And I've really thought of the Jets as a family member where... You know, like you hate you, you you hate the decisions they make. Like you love your family, and they're your family, and they're near and dear to your heart. So no matter what, it's like I I love you. Like I'm always gonna be here for you, but I just hate the decisions that you're making right now. <laughs> like the things that you're choosing to do. I hate who you decide to be, Jets. <laughs> and then they'll they'll do something, and you'll be like, I don't, I, I just can't stand them. I don't really want to be around yeah. them. I love them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to see them. And then they'll do something, and you'll be like. All right, come on back. Come on, I love. I can hear here. you nug you their head, and oh. it's like, oh, it's great to see you again. I've, I've missed you, and then they just stab you right in the heart again. Yeah, while you're hugging them. While you're hugging them. Yeah, exactly. It's like Adam Gase knife. Oh my gosh, I don't. I'm so Is glad. Too I'm much jets. <laughs> Might be too much jets. Might be. Where are you at with the uh, Golden State Warriors? I am dating them. Dating them. I okay. would say that I'm dating the Warriors. I think I'm closer to engagement than not. Um, but I'm probably dating them. I, I love good basketball and I think they play a brand of basketball. It's mm-hmm. very, very fun. And I love this year how they're proving a lot of people wrong. Clay went down. A lot of people wrote them off. Mm-hmm. They're playing some decent basketball. They're about 500, which is, I mean, they're not lighting the world on fire, but it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's, do you follow like that besides the maps? Cause I know people follow kind of players. Like I've always liked LeBron. I don't bandwagon to whatever team that he is ascribing to but do you follow like certain players like i love this guy uh other than Doncic, no but you know i don't i don't like the idea of following a player around but is there any other player that matches lebron james and his immense no uniqueness as a as a as, as an athlete not even close like, I, I would think 
not even close. And, and it's because of the player empowerment era and how LeBron has kind of chosen his own path and done his own thing mm. and hopped from team to team to team. No one has really had yeah. the opportunity to do that. I would say the next closest one might be Shaq because mm-hmm. Shaq played for a thousand different teams toward yeah. the end of his career. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was on, towards the end, though. I don't know towards the end. if anybody would have followed him around as far as fans. I'll bet some, I'll bet some fans followed him around. Shaq was like, Man, I love that he was, Shaq. He was an icon. He was an icon. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that was just a little before my time. Yeah. I don't really understand that. Well, he was dominating in 03. That's true. I mean, that was, wasn't that right around the Lakers' three-peat? I feel like that was. Might have been. Um, there's another stage to fandom. So the stage stage one is just flirting. Stage two is dating. Stage three is when you get engaged. It's getting pretty serious. Stage four is married. Like, we're joined. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then stage five, I don't know. I don't understand how this stage can fit into a relationship. But you know how, like, sometimes you see old people... And it's just like, man, you guys are holding hands so tightly. You're like literally the same person. Like, how are you not like, like melding together into one just kind of old gelatinous mass? And I don't really know how to describe it. The only thing that I, the only thing I think of when I see this is I see that the guy in Pirates of the Caribbean, I believe it's Pirates of the Caribbean 2 or Caribbean, however you want to say it. And, um, they go down into Davy Lock, Davy Jones ship and- Mm -hmm they find that guy who talks to them about the key and he's like melded into part of the ship. Yeah. So you're just like part of the team. You mm-hmm. go from like being a fan and you're like closely tied together to like, we're just, we, we hold hands everywhere we go. We are just locked arms. We are just together thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think I'm not quite there with the jets because if they had kept Adam Gase on, I truly said, <laughs> I wouldn't watch a game this year. Thankfully, they fired him because I like watching the Jets. Um, but Kicking them to the couch, huh? Say it again. Kicking them to the couch. Kick them to the couch. Get, oh, my gosh. I just don't even... I don't know what I could have done. Not quite out of the house, but to the couch. Yeah, kick them to the couch. I'll sleep in the bedroom. The kids will sleep in their in their rooms. <laughs> like, if you wake up at 5, you can come into the bedroom and get ready so the kids don't know that we're going through issues. Um, have you ever been close to divorce and fanhood? Have you ever been like, I, I might have to drop these guys uh i don't remember a time where i felt like dropping maryland or any of the other team i mean did they have some down years they, they've had a bunch of down years hmm. um but you're just a strong but strong fan. It, i'm i'm tough to get away from i i'm i'm quite loyal i think oh that's especially that's with with fandom the the only time i've ever had a f- breakup with anybody is probably jamal adams just because of what all happened this no, year. No, that was that was very public. So that's Jets news, but I'd say that's yeah. more than Jets news. What that's... was it about that situation? So to recap it, if you've been living under a rock somewhere, or you're part of the other things portion of this podcast, and uh, you haven't really listened to sports all that much, Jamal Adams is a great player for the Jets. Jets mm-hmm. drafted him. He was um, really vocal, very outgoing, big personality. Would dance around, make plays, mm-hmm. and it was just so awesome for Jets fans to be like, this guy's good. You know, this guy's like something something we can cling to, something we can take into the future and be like, this guy's going to be real yeah. good. And he's on his rookie deal and he gets through his first year, his second year he makes the Pro Bowl. Um, we're super excited and he just spurns us. He mm-hmm. just says, you know what? I don't want to play for this team anymore. And he blamed, mm-hmm. he, he lied a lot and he blamed a lot of yeah. different people and it just broke my heart. Broke my yeah. heart. So it's, Adam... It- 
what was your feelings like? And had do you think you've completely divorced Jamal? I've I've completely divorced. Wow, severed ties. I, I want to see him get and destroyed he was, on the field. He was your favorite every, player. Yeah, he he was one of the big reasons why I became a fan of the Jets. Mm. Why it was working. Why the dating moved on to engagement. Right. And you know, I, I bought his fake jersey from China. Right. That's, Not a real jersey. Right. Which I'm glad he didn't spend the money on that. Because you were. Where did you get to engaged with? Were you engaged with Jamal? I I don't know. Well, I was probably engaged with Jamal. Got it. So. So just, you just the, the way he acted it just pissed me off. Yeah, it's like you don't have to do it this way. You right. could there's go right in there. Do and, I don't know. Maybe there's some behind the scenes things we off. don't know about. Could but be. It would have been nice if he would have been able to get out of the Jets, and then I could still be like, oh, I still like him. Yeah, I'm, I can root for him on the field, but I can't do that. I don't know. Yeah. Do you? Would you date LeBron? <laughs> I hate LeBron. You hate him? I hate him. Why? Uh, well, a lot of it has to do with uh, a buddy of mine who's, he calls himself a LeBron sexual. Got it. So I hope that's not too graphic. That's so just he's a label. then married or or maybe <laughs> he's, maybe he's even won. he's part of the ship. He's he's part of the ship. <laughs> he might be part LeBron. of the ship. That's, he, that's stage five. That might even be yeah. stage six. I don't even know. Yeah. He will follow him to whatever team he's on and be a fan of him. Does, does he, is he like a student of the game? This friend of yours? Is he like, does he really enjoy basketball or is he like yes. LeBron go dunk and like go w- whatever have huge blocks it, it does seem that every every play no matter how mediocre you know any other player could make this play but when yeah. LeBron does it it's the greatest play yeah. ever um, but he is a student of the game he, he he's coached uh, basketball before so yeah he knows the game pretty well did, did you ever have did you ever have a girlfriend like growing up where you were dating and it got pretty serious or is it only the, were you only a one woman kind of lady? Uh, one woman kind of man. I, sorry. I've dated two other girls and none of them got too serious. Got it. The one was for a month in middle school. Oh, so I don't even know if that one what counts. What was her name? Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Rudman. Kelsey Groff. That would work. It, it would have. Kelsey, yeah. Kelsey Rudman. What grade were you in? <laughs> this was middle school. Probably. Eighth, uh, seventh or eighth grade. I can't remember which. That's crazy. I'm impressed that you remember um, the last name, Kelsey Rudman. Have you yeah. seen? Have you seen her since? Yeah, she lives in Hawaii. Oh wow! With with her husband. Is her husband cool? I don't know. I've never. You ever met look him. at me like I've never met him. You ever do that thing where you like look at him and be like, "What a, man, that guy's ugly. <laughs> that guy's just straight up. No, he has a face only a mother could love." I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he's good looking. Oh darn it! I, I've never. I don't know. I just, well, so are you. Don't don't you dare sell yourself short. What about, what about the other girl? Were you um, like, get more serious? We, we, I mean, we were older, so of course it was a little more serious. Got it. Um, but it didn't get that serious. It, it didn't How last long very long either. How long were you going for? It was weird because we didn't call it... We, we were afraid to call it dating because she was sort of coming out of a relationship. And so we were... Got it. Mostly she was like, oh, well, what should we do? Should we right. call it this? No. Got it. So, and it didn't last very long. We ended up hanging out with this other guy, and then then he stole her from me. So, oh gosh, this is so, so similar. She, she broke up with me to the Jamal Adams. Oh yeah, from Jets to the Seahawks. This is saga. Why, that's why it hurts that's so much. Why it hurts so dang bad is because Jamal Adams spurned you, and it just brings up those old memories from when you were twenty four, uh, and you were like, "You son uh, of a gun." Why won't you just love me and be happy with me? Mm-hmm. Hey. I was a little bit younger than twenty-four, but I just guessed. <laughs> I just straight up guessed. Well, how old this are you? was this was first year of college. 
around the first year or second year. Okay, so 19. So That's 19. Even, were you emotional? Did you cry? Uh, I didn't cry. I was mostly angry about it. Did you, did you punch something like get a, get a pillow and like punch it? I don't think I punched anything. I think it's probably smart. One I, time mo- I, I mostly something? took it out on on Facebook with, you know, these song lyrics. No, not song lyrics. Oh man, I did. So uh, my first ever girlfriend broke up with me, and I immediately went to Facebook. And I remember because I was on my on my phone, and it was back when I had like a flip phone uh-huh. when you so you weren't supposed to use internet. But I went on Facebook. And I posted song lyrics because I had thought about posting song lyrics. If a girl ever broke up with me, that's how easy it was. <laughs> and I posted those song lyrics 30 seconds after. Oh, man. It was it was pretty embarrassing. So I'm glad you didn't <laughs> post song lyrics. It might have been worse. It was sort of like things aimed at her, but I never mentioned her name. Mm. It was kind of, I was trying to be clever about it. It was really stupid. Oh, man. Like, I imagine if I'd read back, I'd be like, what the heck was I doing? That's why, you know, that's why, really, I don't like, um, what is that? A time hop. Because you get into time hop, and I have that on my phone. It's like, just really me seeing how recently I was a moron. (laughs) Like, how recently I was an emotional wacko. It can be good to learn from those things, though. It can be. And if you can look back and laugh, that's a good thing. You know, I can't do that That means you're over it. I can't do that yet with Jamal Adams, and I cannot do that Mm. yet with the Jets. I can't look back and laugh and be like, you know... You know, 2020 was a bad year. 2019 mm-hmm. and 2020, when they had Adam Gase, that was a bad year. But that's where I am right now. I'm at mm-hmm. that. I'm at the butt. I'm in the. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I almost just said, <laughs> but I'm at the the in between stage where in we're going between. from 2020 to 2021. Maybe something will be different this mm-hmm. time. So you almost you lost fanhood of Jamal. That's where mm-hmm. we were, and I have to agree. He spurned us hard. Mm-hmm. He spurned his heart and he didn't care. He just kept saying hashtag love L-U-V. Yeah. What the heck does that even mean? You're not even spelling words yeah. right. I mean, sure. even even Le'Veon Bell left, but I feel like much better. I can enjoy him playing on other teams. Much. And I actually want to see him do good somewhere. Me too. I would, I'm 100% because it's because we hate Adam Gase so much. Yeah. We can't. We have so much hate for Adam Gase that once I get done hating him, I don't have any hate left for pretty much anybody else. Mm-hmm. Actually, sorry, Adam Gase and Jamal. Once I get done hating them, yeah. I have no hate for anybody else. You just so, need somebody to love. A new coach. I just need somebody. Sala. Give me Sala, man. Yeah. Give me. Wow, I just said Solomon. Really. <laughs> Give me <That's>, Solomon. <laughs> uh, okay, boy, let's, boy. let's transition here to the worst fan bases. And I think this is going to be a little bit controversial. And I think we might stir up because I realized in doing a little bit of research on this that the worst fan bases are also kind of the biggest fan bases mm. where they have the most fans. Um, I didn't pick all teams in the Northeast, but I realized that there was a serious alignment towards the top of my draft board. Okay. So Adam, um, why don't you, we're just going to say, um, we're not going to, we'll, we won't draft them. We'll just say who our top three are. We'll start with the third one. Adam, you can go first. My third one is the Toronto Raptors. Oh my gosh. This is somewhat of a joke. <laughs> somewhat of a joke that it's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> it's Drake. It's Drake. It's yeah. Drake. But also, man, he's annoying, but he's also really cool. They clapped when Katie's Achilles blew and he was sitting there on the floor. Didn't didn't Drake like stop people? Yeah. After the fact. After the yeah, oh, but that, that? that kind of hurts your point. Not mine. OK. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drake is the worst. Toronto was kind of bad. And there was like a whole like like you're Canadian. Aren't you supposed to be like super duper nice? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe Toronto's like a different part of Canada. They have a they have a dark inner evil that pops up. Oh, just like during competitive things in their soul. Yeah. It's like. I got to let it out now at KD yeah. when Achilles ruptures. 
Is there, this is a little sidebar, is there a worse medical word than rupture? My goodness. Oh my. That, like, what? There's gotta be. Ugh. I just, uh, yeah. We gotta rupture. move on from that. I don't, don't say it. Don't say it again. Rupture. Um, the Cowboys, man. Cowboys. We them boys is just so, <laughs> we them boys who haven't won anything in 28 years. They haven't won the Super Bowl in 28 years, but somehow <laughs> every year for the past 28 years has been the Cowboys year. They're always like that. I have a, a very yeah. near and dear friend. His name is Jay. He's on the first episode um, where we went over the coaching carousel that's going on, mm-hmm. um, and he lamented. He was very kind about it, but most Cowboys fans, I would say he is the exception and not the rule of most Cowboys fans. Most mm-hmm. Cowboys fans are absolutely insufferable. They are the worst. F minus minus for the <laughs> Cowboys. Adam, your next one. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Now, this is a team that a lot of my friends from back home like. They're, they're all from PA. And the reason, I mean, everybody knows F- Philly fans are crazy. Yeah. But they destroyed their own city after winning the Super Bowl. I know. I know. Well, what the heck? They, the, the police literally, my, my sister lives in Philadelphia. The police literally had to grease um the yeah. the poles so they wouldn't climb them <laughs> like they had to prep the city for the insanity that was the philly fans yeah that is that is very true <laughs> oh, man, there's some wild videos of that oh my gosh yeah we could delve into that it'd be good podcasting to show show a video and mm-hmm. just have us react to it vocally to yeah the video it'd be real interesting well, what they're doing now is climbing a light pole yeah you see oh oh he's sliding down because it's greased <laughs> a little play-by-play action you guys will love it <laughs> Uh, the Red Sox, man, loud, annoying. I feel like it's kind of a Boston thing. Um, I feel like they're your friend, like when you're a kid, mm-hmm. who like you played Monopoly with him, and he would win one out of ten times, and then be like, "I dominate Monopoly. I'm mm-hmm. the best Monopoly <laughs> Monopoly player in the world, man." And they would just never stop talking about yeah. it. Yeah, I feel like we all had a friend like that who would just be like, they'd win once at something, and be like, "I'm I'm ridiculous at this." Like, <laughs> dude, shut up you were not so childish and you're i think we're on number one the number one worst the number one fan base for you is it this shouldn't be a surprise but it's the duke blue devils it's those darn cameron crazies they're you annoying mu- it, so my favorite ba- uh, college basketball team is syracuse mm-hmm. your favorite is maryland like you've been saying and mm-hmm. maryland used to be have a very storied rivalry with duke i don't they're clearly not their number one rivalry but they were up there yeah um now syracuse plays duke often they play duke you know twice a year and i am experiencing the annoyance that is the dukey mm-hmm. fans um i like to say dukey because it's euphemism <laughs> for poop <laughs> there you go i won't get an explicit tag for saying poop by the way just so you know well we'll see so this is kid friendly you can have your little ones around while you <laughs> listen to this podcast dukey I don't know how many times you have to say it, but yes, please explain. Why is, why is Duke the, the number one worst fan base? Because they're Duke. <laughs> I just hate Duke. It's irrational. It's a, it's an irrational hate. And that's, that's another thing but that comes with But people share fandom. your irrational hate. So yes. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. His face is so red, guys. I don't know if it's hot in here. We've had, we have some blankets to kind of deaden the sound. I don't know if it's made the room a little hotter, but Adam's face, he's got like a little red, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer thing yeah, going on. Is his nose is getting a little bit red, but I think although Duke is a pretty terrible fan base, I've been able to stomach them because Syracuse has beaten them a couple times. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing that I love in sports is beating your rival, 
yes. of beating a team that a lot of people hate because then yes. all of a sudden everyone surrounds you. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank you for beating that team we hate. And that team in football is the Patriots. Mm. Everyone, I, I would say 90% of football fan bases, I, like there are so many people in this area that are like, my favorite teams are this team and whoever's playing the Patriots. Yeah. And I don't know if anything has brought me more joy this year than just seeing them fail and <laughs> seeing Cam Newton try to throw the ball 85 yards every single time. <laughs> there is nothing that looks more unnatural than Cam Newton. It would be it would be like seeing someone try to deliver mail while backpedaling the whole time. There's nothing that looks more unnatural like Cam Newton throwing the ball. Just like there is, it just looks like I, I, I don't even know. I don't even, like he works in the Seattle fish market and they're like throwing <laughs> the fish to each other, slapping each other. What in is the, the name of that market? What? It's a, storied, it's a specific market. Yeah, it's like a storied one where they. It's oh. it's it's across the street from the first ever Starbucks. It's a very Boy, storied fish. I don't market. even know where that is. Go look up. It's got to be in New Seattle. York. Seattle. It's in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Oh gosh, they do love their Starbucks there. Fish market. It's probably called that fish market. Pike Place Fish Market. Pike That's Place. where Pike Place roast okay. for coffee comes in. You're not a coffee guy. I'm a big fan of coffee. I would say I am married to coffee. No, I'm probably part of the yeah. ship because I don't have my coffee. I wouldn't even flirt with the stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I think have I've had it? one of those like, you know, not watered down, but like milked down mm. coffees. Got it. Got it. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. Well, you don't have to like it. I like it. I like it for both of us. I like it enough for both of us. I would have coffee at night if it didn't keep me up because I just find it very relaxing. Mm. You can get Creamy. decaf. That's a thing. Yeah, decaf coffee is a lie. And It's a lie? Know, I really don't like I mean, it's true, but it's all. I just have always said decaf coffee is a lie. Mm. Just not about it. Not, just not about, about it. it. We had a lot of fun things, Adam, and I'm, I am real thankful that you came on and you joined us for the second ever pod. Second ever pod. Is this your first podcast that you've ever been on that's been out for the for the general public yes yes it is is this your most public moment ever because it's not mine it might it, it probably is my i commented on a facebook post one time that got fifteen thousand likes Ooh. that is my that is my claim to fame if you google what was it that i said hold on beats me john cuomo go ahead and google if you're listening go ahead and google beats me john cuomo <laughs> and you will see my most popular moment ever on you might have to put facebook on there but just try it Beats me, John Cuomo, Facebook, and you will find my number one moment where I became a celebrity mm-hmm. for a day and a half. And people were stealing my comment. It, it blew up all over the internet on Twitter. It was everywhere. People kept sending it to me. NFL memes reposted it. Yeah. It was it was a it was a beautiful day. And um, truth be told, I was pooping while <laughs> while I commented that. It was a dookie moment for it me. It was a dookie moment. That is true. And however, you if you're pooping right now, I'm glad you're listening. And I'm so thankful that you join us for the second episode. We will see you guys. We're going to try to bang one out here about every seven to ten days. We are bringing you the goodness. If you are listening to this podcast and you have a suggestion for what we should do, you have a suggestion for what we should talk about, go ahead and text me. Or you could tweet me at Cuomo Shell and we'll talk about it. Just let me know what you want to talk about. If you subscribe, that would be awesome. If you give us a little rating, if you're joining us on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome as well. If you subscribe, rate and review, go ahead and hit subscribe and then unsubscribe and then subscribe again. Go ahead and do that. Just do it. Just for fun. Just just spam that thing. And we'll see what happens. We want to bring you the freshest, most fun content. And we'll see you guys next week.